Hello, everybody. We are Cheaper by the Dungeon, 5th edition D&D podcast. I am the DM Seth, along with Jacob. Hello. Connor. <laughs> Hi. And Adam. Yo, sup? And we are just past Halloween. It's so sad. And we didn't do a Halloween special, but we thought we'd make it up to you now. Do any of you guys actually have a real-life, really short, spooky story of, like, something actually spooky or haunting that happened to you in real life? Uh, one time I woke up, and I went outside, and right on my front porch, there was a bicycle. That wasn't mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which just means someone left their bike there, and I, during the night, someone was sitting on my front porch. <laughs> didn't it, didn't the bike disappear? Oh, well, it was, I put, I, I was doing a bunch of rentals, I put the bathtub, like, out on the porch, and then, like, I left, I came back, like, 20 minutes later, just doing a coffee run. The bathtub was gone, went to sleep, came back, and then there was a bike there. So so they probably swapped. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Surfing the bathtub. No, that is really creepy. An involuntary <laughs> exchange of goods. I'll take your bathtub, and you can have my bike. Uh... It's a 10-speed bike, though. It's worth it. <laughs> um, well, that chilled my spine. There is your Halloween special, everybody. Enjoy. <laughs> You're welcome, um... everyone. <laughs> Uh, so now we can kick it. If you're Canadian, you can kick it full into Christmas gear. If you're American or something else, uh, maybe not. No, well, I guess Americans have Thanksgiving still, right? Yeah, exactly. So they gotta they gotta do a Thanksgiving before they're allowed to go into Christmas mode. But ha, I already <laughs> had it. Take yeah, that, America. Okay. Um. Well, anyways, let's get into this episode. Wait, so only Adam gets a scary story. Do you have one to share? No. Can you really? Do that? <laughs> Good, because I don't have one no. either. There was once. There was once. There was one time when I experienced sleep paralysis, and that was like a super Ugh. scary moment. Like, because you always feel like there's like someone like right behind your head for whatever reason. I don't know what the actual like process is going on there, where you're like half asleep, half awake. But wait, like, mm. you know what it is, right? Where you're just paralyzed. Yeah, you can't yeah. move. Yeah, so you can't move, but you're, like, awake, but your body's, like, asleep still. But oh. I've only had it once in my life, but um, but then, like, you feel like in your peripherals, there's, like, someone either standing there in the corner for whatever reason. I don't know what it is, but... What the heck? Or, like, there's someone right behind your head or things like that, and that totally happened to me, and that was super scary. My brother used to have... My, my brother used to have that happen regularly and had like some kind of crazy hallucinations that kind of happened during it and they they were actually pretty terrifying uh, from what he described what so that's, that's one of those wild. things it'd be scary to be around someone who that was happening with because they're so afraid and there's nothing you can do Man. jacob how did you how did you get out of it just not to get divulge too much into it but, like my brother told me like he basically i think i just, to, fell, like, I think I just fell back asleep no oh, i think okay. i just fell back asleep my brother basically Damn. had to say, he described it to me as like he was just screaming in his head until eventually his body just like caught up. I think your brother's faking it, honestly. <laughs> yeah. He's going to listen to this now and be like, Yo, I'm trying to get attention. Happens. That's all he's doing. That's Never all he have. Damn. Yeah, no, I agree with Adam that this, I feel like it would just be, well, you are like completely paralyzed, right? And you just mm-hmm. have to wait it out or I guess fall asleep or scream in your head. Which uh, are basically the same thing. That's how I fall asleep. Yeah. 
<laughs> no. Adam's existence is spooky to me. Everyone listening um, with headphones, I'm sorry about that. My really quick one, I was in the elevator for my apartment building, and I was going up to my floor, and like I got on at the third floor, and I was going up to the mine. And uh, when I got on, there was just me and this really, really tall guy uh, in the corner. Um, yeah, he was probably like seven feet tall or something. Holy. Uh, and like I didn't think much of it. I just hit the button. But as soon as the doors closed, he just turned to me and started screaming, holy water, holy water, holy water. And I was like, ah. And then uh, as soon as the doors on my floor opened, he just stopped and he stared at me. And I like, I ran. I ran out of that. This element. is not real. No, it's totally real, 100%. This happened to you? Wild. Yeah. What the frig? He also said he was missing a bike for some reason. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Do you have one, Connor, since we're doing the rounds now? No, I kind of just piggybacked on Jacob. I don't have that many spooky stories. No parenting spooky stories? Um, actually, okay, there was one. <laughs> so, oh, he's going. my daughter recently learned how to open doors. And Ooh. so, the one morning, I was getting up and getting ready for work, and my wife and my son were still asleep, and he was in his crib. Uh, and I, after I had gotten dressed, and we are in, like, a basement apartment, I was going up, up the stairs, the main floor, all the lights are off, it's dark. And then up at the top of the stairs, there's a little platform before you get onto the main floor. And my daughter was just sitting on the platform, staring at me in the dark. So she had woken <laughs> up, got out of bed, was sitting on the floor waiting for us to wake up. And then I was going up the stairs and she was just sitting there. And I uh, had a pretty good jump scare from that. And then she's just like, hi, daddy, I'm awake. I was like, oh, I can, I can see that. Okay, let's go put on some Paw Patrol. Like, oh, it's, man, it was, that's horrifying. That was, and then you started screaming, holy water, holy I water. I did, I did. <laughs> right on we it. performed an exorcism shortly after. And yeah. uh, now Children's Aid has taken her away. So there's, uh, there's that. Oh, can well, we tell a happy everyone? Ending. Connor, can we tell everyone the news that happened in your life? Is that public? Can we tell people? Yeah, yeah, it's announced. Uh, well, Connor is having a, another kid. <laughs> Yeah. Woo! Congratulations, Connor. Woo. Baby number <laughs> Another three. baby. Another future D&D player. Yes. Like, yeah. New member of the team. Um, congratulations, Connor. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, and are we, another announcement. Jacob got married last year. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? What else? My dog died when I was seven. <laughs> um, my, uh, I got a spooky no. story. My dog got put down on my birthday. That's real. Actually, that is a true story for you. <laughs> okay, enough spooky talk. <laughs> Let's get into the episode. People people hate this, probably. Um, okay, so recap, if you didn't listen to the last one, basically the guys flew all the way to Manisnow, flying through this mammoth herd, meeting Harry, the, the ridiculously giant giant, um, and they made it to Manisnow, where they were greeted by the Greeters Guild, not the Greeters Guild, and uh, they went shopping at Valentine's Shop, got a lot of cool magic items and then they went to the mountain guide's uh office because they need a mountain guide to follow where felix went uh nobody's seen felix so return he was only in man of snow for like a day and they instead of going with seamus the seasoned veteran of being a mountain guide and leading them through the the ice mountains uh they instead went with the the new the new uh trainee leslie we smelled a bargain Um, it was free it was, yeah, he offered for free because he's searching for the girl he loves, who was a part of the Greeters Guild that went with Felix up to the Ice Mountains. 
Uh, he also sings a lot, and he's a little rotund tiefling boy. Uh, or tiefling man. We'll see oh, yeah. how this adventure shapes him. Um, but anyways, here we are. You guys just left the shop. Leslie told you guys that he's just going to prepare his things for the journey ahead, and you guys are going to leave bright and early in the morning tomorrow. Um, so you guys are in the center square of Mana Snow. Well, fellas, I think we pretty much finished our shopping, and well, they're finishing the preparations for tomorrow morning. Do you guys have any last-minute things you want to do before we kind of wrap things up for the day? This place is colder than I thought. It's I hate it. Why did we go here? Who decided on this? <laughs> Says Zippy, who only has a, a sleeveless leather jacket and, like, leg warmers. Well, that's why you always come prepared. Darian says with his big, thick red parka and big, like, furry hat and furry boots. Look, it's, uh... Like, I don't really have anything else I want to do in town. Like, uh, Peterson, do you need anything for your uh, voodoo-y stuff over there? Actually, no, I have everything I need. In addition to, besides maybe looking into more of uh, Felix's room and trying to get a sense of his aura or something like that, I think maybe we should just go to the pub and grab a drink. I have, uh, it's been quite some time since I've tasted ale. Mm. Um, DM, it's, uh, it's like, is it like midday later in the day? Because we were flying through the morning and stuff, right? When all that other, all those other yep. things happened? Yep, it's basically midday. Midday? Um... I'm not a day Wait, actually, myself, but... I want to do one thing real quick. <laughs> I just want to do a, take a good, hard look around the town and just make a nice, strong perception check. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Can I do that right, too, actually? Connor told, Connor told me he wanted to do a perception check before he even started the episode, because uh, in the song, somebody said, don't roll a high perception. So uh, That is uh, a 19 plus 5. So that is a, a 20, a of four. Course, of course it is. Of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah, I that agree makes, with Jacob. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's no way it is below 10. I, I roll below 10 all the time. Okay, uh, you look around, you gosh. see the town. You see lots of people in their homes. You can see through the windows. There's a lot of people who like to, even though it's really cold outside, there's a lot of people who like to sit out on, like, their balconies or uh, or, or just out on their porches drinking uh, coffee or hot cocoa. Um, it's a very social community. Um, however, you can tell that some of these businesses seem a little shadier than others. Um, potentially uh, don't have the right permits. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, it seems to be a very nice town, a, a very like well kept up, uh, just very homely folk, very uh, people like as they pass you, everybody kind of says hello. Um, nobody's super antisocial. Um, but yeah, with, with that, you just notice that some of the businesses seem to have some sneaky, sneaky goings on. Some people are trading gold underneath their hands. It seems to be some sneaky tradings going on every now and then. But So I just want to the point most out part, that you've basically described Canada. Canada. Super cold, everyone's very nice, and there's some s- sneaky stuff going on. <laughs> Man, that, that is exactly my inspiration. That's basically everywhere in Canada. Canada. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so you're in Canada, <laughs> basically. Uh, but that's what you get for your perception check. Congratulations. Can I... Uh... Walk up to somebody who's been uh, 
who I just watched make like kind of like a shady deal. Sure. Okay, I want to walk up to them and be like, I uh, just happened to, you know, come across a bit of information, understand you're someone who can uh, help me out with a few things. <laughs> yeah. What are you looking for? <laughs> well, what are you offering? Well, the odds are two to one on Krampus right now for the Mammoth Bowl. <laughs> those odds. <laughs> <coughs> Wait, are you telling me you're you're taking bets on the on the mammoth bull? Shh, don't not so oh, loud. Sorry, sorry, not I'm so sorry, loud, I'm man. <laughs> but yeah, I am. Who do you want to bet? Uh, what are the odds on Lightfoot? Oh, <laughs> uh, man, that guy. I know he's the up and comer, but he doesn't have a shot in the finals. It's it's two hundred to one odds. I'll take it. <laughs> All right, how much you want to bet? Uh, I'll give him 10 gold. All right. 10 gold. What's the name? Uh, Darian. Darian Branch. D-A, uh, D-A-R-U-U-U-N. No, D- uh, anyways, there's your ticket, uh-uh. and he rips off this paper that he wrote your name down and your bet and the odds and things, and he gives it to you, and he says, bring that back after Mammoth Bowl, and, uh, we'll, we'll see, see how you did. When's, uh, when's that date again? Uh, we don't know. It's when the the loud romping about sounds stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> I understand. Well, maybe I'll talk here? to uh, I'll talk to Harry. Yeah, Zippy's, uh, Zippy, very, Zippy is very very faintly. You can hear the mammoths. Zippy okay. is baffled by the fact that he sees Darian just like look around town and immediately goes and starts gambling. <laughs> Alcoholic gambler. I don't know how. I don't know how else to take this other than <laughs> Darian has a problem. <laughs> intervention. Intervention. All right. Yeah, uh, Sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say. Well, thank you very much for your um, patronage. Um, and I walk back over to the guys and just go like, "So, uh, what are we doing? I'm what did you just pub? do over there? You just gave that man money, and he sent gave you a slip." Are you buying drugs again? Uh, again, I've never bought drugs in my life. I mean, like, I grew them in the Feywild, but I've never bought them. I see you smoking at night. No, I, no, I'm not a smoker. More of a an edibles kind of guy. Chewing tobacco. That's popular where I'm from. No, that ruins your teeth. That ruins your teeth. I'm not, I'm not about that. We just anyway, where are we going? We're getting teeth, food? So it's not a big deal for us. I'm looking for a bar <laughs> and a potion shop. Ooh, you got it. Uh, potion shop, Selena's Potions. Okay. Uh, or Selena's Solutions, actually, it's called. Uh, and you see Fritz's Bar. Okay, I'm going to go... Pub and Tavern. I'm going to say, I'm going to go... I'll meet you guys at the bar, if that's where you're going first. But I'm going to go to Selena's Solutions to see what they have to sell. Or what they have available. Do they come with me? Do you guys come with me? No. Sure. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I'll go. Okay. Um, you two go into Selena's Solutions, you open the door, and a just strong smell of herbs is hitting your nose. Um, it's just very overpowering, uh, scents. Um, and you notice there's lots of multicolored, like, bottles on all these shelves. Um, and there's just a little counter, uh, and a lots of curtains behind her concealing the, the back of the shop, but you see... 
just a human uh, woman wearing these long draping uh, purple garbs and like this veil over her her head that goes behind her hair. Um, and it's Selena from the song. Oh, nice, perfect. Um, hello, greetings or salutations. My name is Peterson. I'm the last surviving goblin of the Eastern Spirit Tribe. Um, I'm interested in procuring some healing potions and some other potions suited well for combat in this cold climate. Have you anything of that nature? Yes, we have lots of things like that. We have healing potions. We have various potions that could be useful in a fight. Uh, check out this. I've patented this. Well, actually, I didn't patent it, but somebody gave it to me and said they patented it. And what's mine isn't now mine. So it's a word doc that I just shared with you. <laughs> oh, wow. I, um, I just got it now. This is amazing. Look at all the prices. Um, but yes, just tell me what you like and I will go and procure it from the back. Uh, while you guys are shopping and looking over that list, we'll hop to Zippy. What do you want to do? Uh, can I go to the nearest library? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh you look around town, and there doesn't seem to be any uh, library, uh, like that you like a noticeable library structure, like you could have found an orum or something. Um, but you do see a sign that says "Old Goats Books." No, I'm looking more for like a library. Is there like a like a government building here? <laughs> uh, there is a, a mayor's uh, house, like. That he also uses as the mayor's office. Who keeps records in this town? It's very, it's it's a very, it's not a huge town. They must keep records somewhere. Well, the mayor would have it. Okay, then I go to the mayor's private home. <laughs> <laughs> Slash office. Okay, um, I go, yeah, I imagine there's a sign out front. I knock on. It says, it says, uh, the, uh, the Eisenberger's house. Uh, slash mayor's office. Knock, knock. Oh, oh, hello. Yes. Uh, I, uh, hello there, little bunny. Hello, how are you? I'm doing okay, yeah? It's quite cold out. Did you hear, oh, did you hear me come? Tell me about it. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I'm not good for small talk. What, what's happening here? <laughs> Um, I'm looking for... If you want my job, you have to arm wrestle for it, like everybody else. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, this guy is a Goliath, by the way, and he has this huge beard. Um, I'm looking for records uh, of this town he- here. Do you have any, like, records? Like, what do you guys keep track of? Uh, I'm, I'm spe- we, we keep track of s- some stuff, not everything. I'm, specif- uh, I'm specifically we- looking for, like... Those who've been born and those who who've died in ta- in, in the town, like a genealogy list. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, let's let's go to my office. Uh, Keisha will have these. Um, you go into his house and you're literally in his kitchen, uh, and you can see like there's uh, a female woman just like baking pies, and she just waves. And you go through his house, and he's like, "It's in the basement." Uh, and then you walk down into his basement, and you see uh, there's an it's just a kind of an open basement and there's two desks. Uh, one has, uh, has, uh, an orc girl at it. And the other one, uh, has a placard that says, uh, Bill Eisenberger, uh, mayor. Uh, and the other one is Keisha, the assistant to the mayor. 
and Bill uh, and Bill just goes, uh, Keisha, we we got somebody looking for uh, records like uh, genealogy stuff. Oh, uh, yes, uh, I have some of those. Uh, do you need them now, or or is there anyone specific you're looking for? Um, I'd just like a list of people who have died in this town in the past 25 years. Oh, that's dark. Um, it's important. Yes, well, I do have a list here uh, of, of deaths. Uh, let, me, let me check if it's the 25 years. I've only been doing this job for one year, but uh, let me see. Uh, yes. Okay. Lori, before me, uh, did keep reasonable documents here you go and then she unravels the scroll and it just rolls off her desk onto the floor and you just see it's a bunch of names and she's like this is everyone who's died here ever okay not including those who died on the mountain because we don't know for sure about them hmm um i sit down and look at the uh can i sit down and, and look through these you can sit down looking at them is well, it's up to you. Yeah. Wait. So you don't keep a record of those who've died on the mountain, like not at all. It's well, we never know for sure if people do die or or what on the mountain. Uh, it's difficult. We can't really recover the bodies past a certain point. Um, but yeah. So you're, and they usually get buried with snow if they're dead, and then we'll never find them. So then you don't even record them on here. Oh, we have a missing persons list, but... Can I have that as well? Oh, yes. Here's another really long scroll. It's it's a little shorter than the overall deaths, but a lot of people have gone missing in this mountain. Mm. Like dozens? So I know I'm not there. Just me. This is not... Uh, Yeah, yeah. Like dozens. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Could I have a list of those who've been born as well? These are a lot of lists of it. Uh, yes, uh, births. Um, In the past mm, 35 years. Do you want that split by natural or in the hospital? Or? Alphabetical. Oh, whoosh, perfect. And it's alphabetical. Uh, you have a list of everybody who's been born, died, or missing in this town <laughs> over the past 25 years. Okay, perfect. Let me look through these for a bit. Okay. Um, is there anything specific you're looking for? Damn, give me a second. I'm looking through these. <laughs> okay. Uh, while you're looking, uh, we'll jump back to the guys. Uh, do you have anything you want to buy from Selena? Yeah, I'm, uh, just to keep it quick, I'm going to buy, you know what? I'm going to buy six healing potions, just the smallest ones. 100 gold pieces each. Okay. Um, 2d4 plus 2 when I drink them. You got it. Okay. Um, and, yeah, unless she doesn't change. have six. Thank Does she you. have six of them? No, she has six. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And what about you, Mr. Mister Aladrin? Uh, you know what? I, you picked up some potions, and we got a couple things in our back pockets. I think I'll just pass for now. Yes, I kind of feel like sure? having health potions would have prevented something very bad from happening once. Anyways. They usually do that. Yes. Uh, either way, always, always come by. Don't be a stranger. Perfect. Now, now leave the shop. Yeah, let's. Uh, okay, I'm scooting you. I'm hitting you with a yes, broom. Yes. Okay. 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 okay go. Let's. Uh, let's go find Zip. I pull out my walk, uh, Rocky Talkie, uh, and Radio Zippy, 
Hey, Zip, um, where did you, where'd you head off to? It's okay. I'm just looking through some records. You guys go ahead to the bar. I'll meet you there. Well, you don't want any help looking through all the details or anything? Um, sorry, this is more up my alley type of thing. I don't think you could help me in any sort of meaningful way. <laughs> Darian bristles. Uh. All right, well, yeah, we'll, uh, I think there's only really one tavern in town, so just meet us there when you're done. Okay. Is the tavern, like, an inn as well? Like, a bar and inn? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, we'll go to Zippy, uh, first before you guys go to the tavern. Uh, Zippy, what are you, uh... What are you looking for? How clear is it that if you're looking at people who have been born and then died and then missing, how clear is it that uh, is it is it obvious to me that like a lot of people have died in this town either by the mountain or through weird kind of causes? Like I'm, I'm looking if there's anything abnormal about these records. Yeah, uh, make an investigation check. Okay, that's a 16. Okay, you can tell that it seems there's also, like, ages of when these people went missing, um, and and records of that, and you can correlate that... Oh, so I didn't even need this birth list. I throw it out. (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) My list! (laughs) And then, uh, uh, Keisha's digging through the trash. Um, you can tell that people have been going missing pretty much at two phases of their life for the most part, usually around 18 to 20 when they've just become an adult um, or and are probably looking for adventure and wanting to, you know, take on the mountain, go be an explorer where nobody's gone before. Um, the other missing people um, are, uh, are, are older. Some are, are, you know, 60s, 70s. Uh, those those who go missing to the mountain later in life, there's no clear... Or you can discern whatever reason for that as you want. Um, but it seems to be either young or old, go. Middle-aged people who find stability in Manasnow usually stay in the city and don't venture off into the mountain looking for whatever it is. Um, but uh, that's what you can get from just looking at it. So it doesn't seem like there's anything too abnormal about about the deaths and missing there's no connection there uh it does seem that the majority of deaths especially early uh, and late in life happen at the mountain um oh so there is something a little odd about it so so natural causes say like old age is kind of rare because a lot of the old people just go there and so low mortality and like things of like bear or mammoth stomping you know there's odd deaths as such as that where people are just like klutzes and died stupidly um but yeah uh there's there's very few like you know criminal activity murders for example like murder or, or things like that it, there, there is some cases but it's not but some often. but some people have lost their like child or something to the mountain child in the sense of like, yeah yeah pr- yeah okay yep even, uh, the even- youngest age you saw that died to the mountain was nine years old the oldest you saw Ooh. was about like 85 in terms of human years okay i know what i want to do i i record the i i i i um give them give back the records and say thank you very much 
thank you. Um, can I ask what you were looking for? Or? Oh, no, I'm just heading to the mountain. I want to see how dangerous it is. Keisha, don't enter. That's his right. That's his right <laughs> to be private. I got, I got, I got you. <laughs> I, uh, I need to. Okay, just go. <laughs> Have a slice of pie on your way out. Okay, uh, I leave the shop and then I can I go like behind the building. Mm-hmm. Okay, I go behind the building and I cast uh, Animal Messenger. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I want to conjure a squirrel. And okay. Uh, I want this. I want this squirrel to relay a message all around town. Go to each house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I want to. I want to. Uh, I I want the squirrel to uh, <laughs> to say like a uh, a little like a. I it can say up to twenty five words, so it can't say anything beyond really the message. And I want the scroll to say, your loved one has died to the mountain. And I think, I think because, because of, it seems like this is something that happens to town, the likelihood of that touching someone in an emotional way, I think will put the town in in a little, like a little predicament. I want to throw this town into a little, uh. What's what's the word I'm looking for? A little turmoil from this from this mountain. I want them to uh, kind of have it on all their minds. Okay, um, a squ- a squirrel appears in your hand, and it's like, <laughs> and uh, what do you want to say to it? Uh, I want you like, to relay what's this the specific message? word for word message. Your love. I have to I have to mask my voice too because it, it it replicates the sound of my voice as well. Your loved one has died to the mountain. Your loved one has died to the mountain. And then <laughs> I hope that, I hope the town and then I, I hope the town people like see that as quite eerie. And <laughs> uh, and I send the squirrel off. Okay. It can cover a fifty uh, mile radius. Yeah, that's enough oh, for the town. Twenty four hours. <laughs> it's, it's it's it goes to work. Uh, and it runs off into an alleyway and and goes out of sight. Uh, and then I go to the bar. Okay. Uh, Darian and uh, Peterson, you have already arrived at the bar. Uh, when you entered in, it's very lively. There, there's all these people in like they've shedded off their coats and things, and a lot of people are just in t-shirts. And it's extremely hot inside because of you know just body heat. Uh, and people are drinking, and, and it's just constantly just a happy, jolly time. Um, have you guys ordered anything from Fritz, or, or, or anything on the menu, or, or alcohol, or stuff like that? Yeah, I'll have, like, a spiced rum. With some, like, uh... Oh, f- spiced rum! Mm. Yeah, I can totally do that. Spiced rum for little goblin boy! Everybody cheer! And everybody's like, hey! Much obliged, Frisk. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And I sit down at a table, and yeah, just waiting for Darian to join me. Yeah, I um, I, I recall they have uh, some good schnitzel and stuff here from some. Yeah, the oh, schnitzel. So. Yeah, that's my specialty. I'll get some schnitzel, some pierogies, 
uh, and start to uh, chow down on that with uh, a little bit of uh, some of the local ale. Oh, yeah. Manus no ale. Very good choice. Um, uh, let's see. A schnitzel one and pro- what kind of pierogi? What filet? Mm, do you have any just with uh, a little bit of uh, cheese mixed in there too? I have potato and cheese. I have potato and bacon. I have potato and Nutella. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I've never really, really liked dessert pierogies. I'll just go with the. Let's go with the pierogi and uh, and uh, cheese, and then could I get a little um, bacon and sour cream on the side, please? Oh yeah, well, that's the only way to eat it. Um, okay, here we go. Food for food for the green boy, and everybody's like, "Hey!" And then and then he gives you the food. Um, also, I think we'll be need. Um, actually, wait. We have our ship. We can just sleep on our ship overnight, right? Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, no. That was what? A, that's a too question cold, to the too DM. Cold, no, you you should totally stay here. Does your ship? Yes, I've seen your flying machine. Does it have as comfy beds as ours? Yes. Oh well, in that case, then yeah, why waste money? Yes, thank. Uh, yeah, I think we'll probably do that. But thank you for the thank you for the food. Well, that is a really yeah, good businessman. Looking out for his customers. I. Man, Fritz is top tier. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm just eating. Uh, Zippy, you come in. Anything you want? Um, can I get a carrot Negroni, please? Uh, uh, a what? Carrot. Carrot Negroni. Hmm. Like boiled or cooked or... <laughs> no, like, like carrot juice infused Negroni. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> he, like, infuses the carrot in. Uh, and he also puts, like, a shaved half carrot in as, like, you know, decorative. The garnish? Kind of, like, a stirring <laughs> stick, too, just in case. Yeah, garnish. Um, <laughs> and he slides it across the counter to you. And he's like, carrot thing! I sip lightly. <laughs> <laughs> Refreshing. All right, um... Yeah, I don't think we have anything else planned for the day. So do we just want to kind of like wrap up the food and then we'll just kind of take a long rest? Sure. Unless, Jacob, you're hoping more from your everybody, endeavor. Everybody make a perception check. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, here we go again. Oh, see, it see it balances. That's a two. 17 plus. for me. That's a two plus five. So that's a... Also, how hard seven. did you guys go drinking? Uh, I didn't go very hard. I just set, sip that one drink. Okay. And Peterson? Just one. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 14. Uh, what'd you guys get for your perception uh, 14. check? 14. 17. Uh, that's, a, that's a seven. I'm really loving this schnitzel. <laughs> that's okay. really into it. You have a plus five to perception? Uh, Yeah, because I'm proficient with it. And proficiency bonus is plus three. And then my wisdom is plus two. So it's plus five. So Peterson and Zippy, uh, you guys are kind of just kicking back and like just watching the room and you guys have been talking a little bit. Um, Darian is just like ordering seconds of schnitzel and it's just <laughs> mowing down. Uh, and, uh, you know, you've been here long enough. Some people have come and gone. You see one just red-skinned Janasi walk in the bar uh, and he's just like kind of shaky uh, and he goes up to the bar and Fritz is like, Yeah, hello. What would you like? And he's like, Scotch. Hard. No raw. Just anything. And he's like, Yeah, okay. Yeah, here you go. And he pours it. And, and the guy's just drinking. 
and you just see like tears are, are flowing down his face he's like <sighs> and Fritz is like y'all you okay and he's like no and, and you guys over here under his breath he's like I, I was visited <laughs> yes <laughs> by a demon <laughs> and Fritz is like yeah demon what? <laughs> no, not Manus, no. What are you talking about? And he's like, No. There's something out there. It's visited me. I was sleeping in my bed, just taking a nap after a hard day of being a lumberjack. <laughs> Went tapping on my window with an acorn. <laughs> I saw a squirrel. And, and he's like, Yeah, okay, squirrel, yeah. He's like, And it's Oak. Yeah? What what did it say? It said It said I almost died on the mountain. And I don't even have any love. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody that went on the mountain. Oh, but now I know they're dead! I assume he's talking about my parents that I never met. Oh my god! More! More drinks! <laughs> and he's just like enthralled in emotions. And you see some other people are like coming up behind him and being like patting can, him. Can and, I hear and, this conversation? And like, it's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what your perception check was about. Yeah. You could hear it. Uh, I, can, can I jump in? Sure. They're, people are just consoling him, and they're being like, it's okay, Roger, it's okay. My ear picks up. Um, excuse me? <laughs> I couldn't help but hear that this this horrible thing that happened to you. Oh, it just sounds awful. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was. Has the, I, I look around to the people consoling. Ha, ha, have a lot of people lost their loved ones to the mountain? The room, which was lively and loud, now goes silent. And everybody's heads kind of, like, hang down. Oh, that's awful. You see, we're just visiting this town. We're just, you know, a couple of adventurers. And we can already tell that, oh, that so many people have been touched in horrible ways by... It's almost like a curse on this town from the mountain. Truly awful. Does it, it I, can, are they nodding or do you see like they're, yeah, they're, they're all in unison kind of nodding and, and some are tearing up. Um, but you know, I think I might be able to help everyone. H- have you guys heard about what happened to Orem back? Like if you were to put a time frame into like an episode count, like, Ten episodes ago, and uh, Fritz is like, uh, "No, nah, w- none of us have heard anything." Well, you see, me and my friends—we're a bunch of adventurers, and we actually saved the kingdom of Orem. And I think we might be able to help you guys as well. You see, this is a curse on your town. I'm sure of it. Even that you guys got this, got this horrible. Like, little demon running around your little town. That's awful. That just confirms it's a curse. 
Yeah, yeah. People are like muttering under their breath that they're like, oh yeah, he's making sense. Modest Snow is too good for that. You guys have too much to worry about with this, with this. I know about the gambling. <laughs> there's there's one guy in the corner, the guy that like uh, Darian talked to earlier in the day. He was like sitting in the corner. His ears pick up as you say that, and he's like, and he just opens a window and slowly crawls out of it. <laughs> And then he closes the window quietly behind him. And then <laughs> he's out of the bar. You guys have too much going on here. And it's time, it's time that you guys get rid of this curse once and for all. Me and my friends are planning to go to that mountain and we're not like the rest. We plan on putting your loved one's spirits to rest on that mountain. How does that sound to everyone? Oh, Really nice. Oh, super yeah. nice. Closure. Closure. C- closure, exactly. Closure. That's what we all need. That's what we all need. I raise my glass. Everybody raises their glass, too, and they're like, yeah. We need a closure in this town. We need to get rid of this curse. Oh. Is there any way you could possibly help me and my crew? Uh, uh, what, do you, what do you... What do you... What do you need? Persuasion check. It's all coming together. <laughs> Just a note, Darian hasn't looked up from his plate the whole time. He's like knee deep in pierogies <laughs> right now and has no idea this is taking place. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> just like going at it. Bro, these, Peterson, are you just listening? Yeah. These, these pierogies are amazing. <laughs> yeah, Peterson's just sitting there watching everything happen. Okay, awesome. What'd you get, Zippy? I got a, a 15. What do you... What do you need? I mean, we we could use a lot of food to help us. It's going to be a cold journey. And does anyone have any... Because we didn't get snowshoes, did we? No. Can we get some, maybe, snowshoes or something to help us traverse? Does anyone have, like, some... Uh, some, like, snowshoes we could put on our horses or something? Do you guys... Have you guys invented that? One person in the back is like, I have snowshoes. I can give them. And then one other person's like, I can give food. I have bread and meat. <laughs> and the other person's like, I can help with that food part. And the other people are just like all at saying they can like contribute uh, some rations. Somebody's like, you know, I have climbing gear. Oh, hi, climb. And uh, other people are like, um, you'll need some light and torches that could that could last throughout the cold and and other things like that so people are talking and they're all saying all these things they can give you for survival gear rations and snowshoes if anyone has anything bring it to the town square tomorrow morning before we ship off i trust me everyone we're gonna save this town from all these curses and everything yeah, yeah, they're all and they're all cheering. Oh, um, sorry, one more thing. We're gonna need a bit of gold after this is done. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh what? Oh, of course, reward. Just a little uh, bit. And we need if we're gonna sp- if this works out, we want to help everyone else around. But you know, the gold is a fickle thing. Everyone, we all know it. 
we're all addicted to it in a sense. I look. They're all not judging, knowing everyone. Everyone uh, <laughs> bids in that mammoth tournament. I know what you've done. I know you're all addicted <laughs> to this. Some some of them are like just looking down at the ground, not making eye contact. Um, just, just anything would help, but. I just hope you guys can see that we're worth your time and gold and supplies. Gold, yeah, supplies. Yeah, uh, they are willing to give you a reward. Yes, perfect. All right, everyone, cheers to to this new adventure and cheers to to Montesnow, the greatest southern snowy town that I've ever seen. Yeah, Montesnow, and they all cheers. Can I get some um, more pierogies? <clears throat> pierogies! And they, and they throw some at you. <laughs> right in your mouth. <laughs> um, Beauty. Is that all you guys want to do? Yes, that's yeah, I all I so. want to do. Okay. Do you guys want to head back to the ship for the yeah. night? Yeah. Okay. You guys leave the tavern. You're picking up your stuff, putting on your coats and things. And just as you're leaving... Uh, even though everybody's cheering and the the spirits are back up, uh, you you all three of you just hear as you're walking out, tap 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 on the window, and you just see a squirrel with an acorn just going tap 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 on the on the tavern window where the guy crawled out at the back. Uh, but you guys leave, <laughs> and um, oh God. and um, you guys make it back to the airship. As you get to the the airship, it's nighttime now, and on the deck at, at the top, just or just below deck, uh, where you guys go to your crew quarters, you can see there's James, Yogurt, Pepper is on Yogurt's shoulder, just cuddling up to him, uh, and also the three horses, Denmark, Tea Leaf, and Long Face Cloppy Hooves are down there, um, and they're all just there, and they see you guys come in, they're like, oh, Yogurt's like, oh, guys, guys, go, good to see you, uh, how was Snow? Profitable. We're in for a good haul, boys. So, uh, so what's the plan? Tomorrow at first light, we gather some supplies in the town square, then we pick up our guide, and we hike into the mountains to see what lies beyond, in search of Felix to see what clues he has for us. Unfortunately, because of the weather, we won't be able to take the airship over the mountains, so looks like we'll be doing this one on foot, so we'll need... You two to stay here and keep an eye on the ship uh, just while we uh, are gone. It might be a little while before we return, So, but just keep an eye on everything. We will need our hmm. horses, though. We can use that for the hmm. mountain now yeah. that we have those supplies. They're going to put snowshoes on our horses. I don't know if that's a thing, but, I mean, we can give it a shot. They said it's a thing. Well, they said they Long can provide face. snowshoes. No, long face cloppy hooves steps forward and looks at UCP. He's like, "I do not need any snowshoes. I am a stallion. I can traverse a mountain on these hooves alone." <laughs> I open the window to the to the snowstorm outside. <laughs> Close that window, oh, master, master. I might not be able to go on this journey with you. Oh, you're coming. You're coming. Could could I make a like an intelligence intelligence check to know like if the horses would even survive in this climate because we we have like more temperate horses right from oh, where we point. came from. 
Yep. How would if, how would Darian know that? <laughs> I have training, but I mean, we we have these are like, from my understanding, riding horses. These aren't like winterized like beasts. But the Feywild bird. doesn't have like winter climates. Yes, it does. Not that I've seen. <laughs> You've never been. <laughs> Don't live there. <laughs> um, do I get to add my proficiency to my intelligence check there? Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay, that is a fifteen. Um. You can't say for sure whether they'll live or die, but you would probably assume it's best to get them like a jacket or something, <laughs> like a, a snow. <laughs> yeah, but didn't 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 the people say that like they're going to provide us with that? Because I mentioned I specifically mentioned like stuff for our horses, like snowshoes for our horses, and they're like, yeah, we have things for your horses. Yep, that's reasonable. Snowshoes for my horses. Darian was too deep in his pierogies to even pay attention. No, that's um, true, but I just, I really don't think, like, do shoe horse or snowshoes really, oh, wow. You think wow. the people, you, all the who, you think the people who live in a freaking snowy place for a living wouldn't have stuff for their horses? Well, that's, a, you know what, that's a good point. Do they have, Seth, do they have horses here, or is it more like a dog? Yep, you saw, there was a few horses, but, there was a few horses in town, but uh, they have much thicker coats of fur. Uh, they're slightly bigger than your horses. Uh, they seem like a different, just kind of breed, but you know their horses all the same. Actually, Westboro. the university has of Monosno has programs that specialize in horse clothing. Well, now now you're just making things up. Alongside <laughs> their music therapy program, and also for horses, also music therapy for horses. <laughs> Tall one in Westboro. Why don't we leave your present horses on deck, and we can just rent or borrow some horses from here that are acclimatized? I think that's a bet a better better call. That way, if something nasty happens, our horse and we have to flee, and the horses are killed as a distraction. We do not mourn them, even though I don't really care about them. How dare you? I have my horse has been here since episode one, before even you and I became friends. <laughs> that's exactly Shut what up. I propose. I love my horse. We leave them safely on deck. My horse single-handedly saved us from like an army. As you say, <laughs> long-faced Cloppy who stands up tall and proud. As you say that, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, if he dies, <laughs> that's on you. He won't. The town promised me, and I know how the university works. They're up and coming. They're cutting edge. <laughs> Talk about death flags. I know. Um, okay. <clears throat> As you guys are, like, discussing with, with James and Yogurt what to do, you hear murmuring in the, on your side, Darian, uh, coming from your bag, and it's like... <clears throat> oh, not this little fish again. Uh, I uh, take out Draken. <gasps> Daylight! Finally! What the hell is going on? Uh, you can't keep me in that bag! Do you know who I am? I think I mentioned it before. And yes, I've overheard all your little plans for your adventure. Are you fools? What's the point of going up that mountain? To find Felix, whoever the hell that is? I'm like three Felixes in one! <laughs> Maybe you used to be, but you're also just a fish now. And? Not very helpful. Says you! Put me in a body of water, I'll go toe-to-toe with you, freaking branch boy! (sighs) 
I'm... Listen, listen. Okay, I'm a little hot-headed because I've been in a bag for the last few weeks. Listen. And also, I got a lot of treasure dumped on me from those last few episodes. Um, guys, listen. I'm a part of the team now, as we all know. And as the leader, <laughs> I think that we should think about this. Is this really worth it? Hmm. What is even your end goal? Treasure? You want to find one of these grand treasures? The end goal is... is is Grand Treasure. The sub-goals are Normandy comes back to life and we get treasure along the way. Oh, jeez. I've been doing so much lately. I've almost I've almost <laughs> forgotten why we, how we're getting to point A to point B. Stay focused. That's... That's my role as leader of this troop. But... but to keep you all on but point. But I know what we're doing right now and that's... Finding Felix. He was here for a reason, and we're going to find that reason. And then, if that reason doesn't work out, we have sub-plan C, sub-plan D, sub-plan E. (laughs) Look, we're just investigating this. We're just investigating this path to see where it leads us. It might lead us to more information and closer to a grand treasure, maybe closer to Felix, more information. There's a lot of moving parts here, and so we're just going to follow this line and see where it leads us. And if it ends, well, we've got a couple other ones we can follow up on. I'm a, that is so stupid. I'm a young rabbit. I got a lot of time in me. Tell me, Fish. Ah, uh, 51. Do you know anything about these yes. mountains? These red lights that, are be- that can be found up there. Are they truly the spirits of those who have fallen, and the spirits themselves are frozen in place? Do you know anything? Uh, ghosts? Yes, okay, so listen, uh, yeah, so there's ghosts, and that can happen, right? I, listen, the whole landscape of Ohm has changed dramatically since I was roaming about in Wesnia days. But, uh, I don't remember destroying the mountains down here. Or maybe I did. I don't remember. But I can tell you that, yeah, ghosts can happen. It's a little rare. But, uh... Uh, I don't think that all those red lights could possibly be ghosts. If it's a bunch of ghosts that's nuts, then something else is causing it. The cold alone doesn't make ghosts. I make ghosts by burning them with fire! Or drowning them with water, I guess, now? Yes, uh, well... Now, yes, water. Back then, fire. Look at me. I'm I'm evolving like a Pokemon. (laughs) You mentioned something funny, Draken. From the little I know of kind of the divine here, there's the three heavens, if I recall, and the deep, and you kind of get pulled into one. How would someone end up a ghost if there's only those four destinations for the people here? Something ties them down. Something grabs their spirit. There's a brief moment when you die and get sent, and that moment is when you can grab it. Hmm. There's multiple ways. It could be blocked. It could be grabbed. There's other things, but there's only a brief moment when the soul can be stuck in this plane. So it seems odd that there would be potentially so many ghosts in one area at the top of this mountain. Yeah. But we... Definitely... Well, we were told that the rumors are that it is so cold up there, not even the spirits can properly move. If maybe 
That's why it's a rumor. That's stupid. That's true. But even with such a strange phenomenon happening, I mean, my primary goal is to get to the Grand Library up north so that I can see uh, because there's things I wish to learn up there. And because we think that perhaps there is a secret or grand treasure hidden up there as well. But with this strange phenomenon, there are many strange things in this world we do not understand. But this as well might be perhaps a grand treasure that has never been discovered. Doubtful, but well, I follow my. You do you. I follow my compatriots where they lead. Well, we've already gone this far, so we might as well make the hike. Why don't we get some? We should probably get some rest. I feel like tomorrow's going to be a rough day. Okay, but don't put me in the bag. Can you leave me at your side at least? Uh, Your water might start freezing. I can heat it up with my magic. I thought you didn't have any magic. I have a little. We all have magic inside us, Darian. Jeez, I thought you larger people would know that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but most can't use it to self... Ah, whatever, it's too much anyway. Sure, it's your uh, icy funeral, potentially, so... And I'll take it! At least for some sunlight. And you all go off to sleep. Darian, do you meditate or sleep? Um, you just meditate now because of the dream stuff before, right? Yeah, because I, I'm tired of sitting in that white room, so I, I just usually okay. go meditate. Zippy, you don't have a choice because you have to sleep. Um, but as you all fall to sleep, uh, Peterson, you just sleep soundly. Darian, you meditate. And Zippy, as you've done all the time between the end of season no. one and now, you've always been in the white room. No! With 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 Paige uh, and it used to be Darian and Norman and Paige um, but uh, ever since it's just been you and Paige and you kind of just stand at opposite sides and don't talk to each other <laughs> can I just get a good night's sleep but uh, now that you're here in the white space again for tonight it's Paige again is there but it's a little different Paige actually talks to you and she's like Zippy um, there's something over there and you look over into the white void of the dream space, and you just see there's a black ball bouncing on the ground. And it's just bouncing up and down. And that's where we're going to take a break. Oh, that, was, that was sudden. Hello, everyone. Uh, DM Seth here. Real quick, just want to give you some announcements, as per usual. Uh, so first up, uh, let's just get right into the promo for this week. So we have a promo spot uh, for the D&D podcast Modified Role. Um, they are a UK and slightly American-based uh, D&D podcast, and it's all in this homebrew world. Um, and it, it takes place in this just, yeah, it's all sandboxed, homebrewed. It's this whole thing. It's, it's like, it's not kind of like, a, it's not a linear story. It's more just like there is no middle start and end. It's just kind of flows because it's so sandboxed and open for the players. So it's pretty cool like that. The story kind of evolves over time, kind of like ours. Uh, but let's listen to their promo. Thanks for giving it to us, guys. Hi, I'm Jordan. I play Alreus on Modified Rule, a passably adequate Dungeons & Dragons 5th Ed actual play podcast based in the UK. We like to focus on collaborative storytelling and just having a bit of a laugh. 
The game is set in a homebrew world created by our talented DM Liam. This allows us to bring you an authentic D&D experience where we, as players, do things like ignore plot hooks, visit taverns, fight monsters, visit taverns, run from monsters, visit taverns, visit more taverns. Okay, seriously, exactly how many times do we visit a tavern? What? Seriously? (laughs) Okay, whatever. Modified rule. We spend a lot of time in taverns. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, thanks again to Modified Rule for that. Uh, uh, You guys are awesome. Uh, Go check them out wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Furthermore, uh, updates. Uh, You can find us on our social medias if you want to keep up to date with us. Uh, We'll usually be posting announcements, sometimes giveaways, other things. uh, And yeah, just on there. Uh, another uh, reminder uh, for our Patreon coming up soon at the $5 tier, we're going to be releasing lore. Uh, that is right, word docs of stories and, and lore pieces about the world of Ohm and maybe some other interesting tidbits to expand the world. So if you're interested in that, go check it out. It'll be released soon. Um, also, uh, what am I going to say? Oh, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, you can find us there, Cheaper by the Dungeon. You know the drill. Um Oh, and iTunes. Uh, if if you have a minute, uh, it really helps us out if you rate us and review us on iTunes because that means we get kind of boosted through the ranks so that more people can see us and be aware of us and, like, hop on our show too. So it really means a lot if you guys do that. Uh, we've gotten a few over the past few weeks, which has been awesome. So thank you so much for all that support, you guys. Um, lastly, uh, let me check out the next episode date think i'd have my calendar open by now okay it is two weeks from uh the release of this episode so it's gonna be november 19th uh that's gonna be our next episode and we are getting closer and closer to christmas oh boy uh but i realize you americans have thanksgiving still weird everybody else can get in the christmas fever though i'm sure by now with halloween over um i think that's everything um yeah Stay tuned uh, as well for Adam's campaign guide. That is going to be dropping extremely soon, so keep an eye out for that uh, on our social medias. So, yeah, I think that's it. Okay, have fun with the rest of the episode. I hope you like it. Bye. And we're back. And we're back in the dream space. Did you miss it? Did you miss it, Zippy? Um, UC... Uh, Paige has just mentioned to you that there is a black bouncing orb ball. Uh, it's about the size of your head, Zippy, and it's just bouncing up and down. It looks a little gelatinous, but it's just bouncing. Am I, like, locked in place, or can I go over and touch it? You can walk around the void. You've, you've walked around the white space, and it's just it just seems endless white. It's, it's all well, white. Well, it's not so endless anymore, is it? Because there's now an object, which means it came from somewhere, and that means that... that... Yeah. Uh, it's, it's here just, means- just, let, just let it go Just let it go. <laughs> genius uh, but yeah the last thing you ever saw in the white space was Viso uh, when he probed into your memories way back when uh, but yeah, ever since yeah, then it's yeah. just been like yeah, I'm, I'm more interested in this ball now DM um, <laughs> okay <laughs> um, what's the like like detail on this thing is it like translucent or is it like it seems from where you're standing and from all angles, it seems like flat, like 2D. What? That's stupid. Because it's just such a per- it's such a perfect black. 
that you can't really tell the curvature because there's no like bouncing. lighting in here. Yeah, flat two D things can't bounce. It's not Even actually two D. It's just it looks like two D from wherever you're standing because it's just so. No, black I walk no, up like, closer to it. it. <laughs> you can tell it's an orb. <laughs> it's, so it shouldn't it's be two D. This is pissing me off, DD, DM. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's an orb. It's very clearly an orb now that you're closer. I walk around it, making sure it's 4D, because I can smell it, can't I? <laughs> Fourth dimension uh, is the smell smelling it. dimension. Yep, and uh, you can tell this one smells like lilac. <laughs> no, it doesn't smell. Uh, but it is making a noise every time it bounces. It just goes... Dum, 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 uh, I got on my hands dum. and knees, and I look uh, at uh, it hitting the... <laughs> the ground question mark yeah the 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 floor i guess uh you can see it slightly is elastic so that when it hits the bottom it like you know it kind of sinks in a little and then wait 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 wait. is the is the floor 2d does that make sense (laughs) no the floor is just flat it's just white but that means it's 2d right because it it's just a flat space i guess technically yes it's just a flat Because if there's plane. nothing below it, that means it's... Nope. Is it even 2D? Is it, like, one dimension? It's a dream! Uh, I, is, When it hits the ground, does it, like, go concave or whatever? Like, does it fold in? Yeah, like a little a ball bit. ball wood? Like a, a little bit elastic, yeah. Mm. This is, like, one of those ball things. <laughs> hey, you, little kid! <laughs> what? Have you seen something like this before? No, I just saw it for the first time today when I fell asleep. Mm. I'm sweeping at Galwood's place right now, and I was having good dreams. Well, not really dreams. I just I just sweep in the white white space now. But tonight I found the ball. I thought I would mention it to you. I want to touch it, but then I also don't. Because if I touch it, that means I'm exerting my own will onto the ball. And I think that's unfair. If we all share the same space, then why do I get to say if it should stop bouncing or not? <laughs> I suppose. The rights of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kick it. <laughs> <laughs> um, strength check. What? Or athletics check. Athletics check. My legs are pretty powerful. Uh, I get, on all athletics checks, I get... Yeah, it's your legs, so you get advantage. Uh, 15. You kick it, and it goes pretty far. (laughs) It goes about 20 feet, and it flies over towards Paige, and she just moves out of the way, and she's like, Hey, what are you doing? And it's just, and it just bounces away. And then it kind of, like, bounces and bounces, but it stops, like, the forward momentum, and then it finally stops, and it's just bouncing in place again. This thing's stupid. You can't even like hit it against the wall to like play bocce ball or something. Mm. Uh, I I grab it. I walk over and grab it. You grab it, and it like you grab it, and it kind of feels like it's being pulled down, and it slips through your arms and doom, and then bounces on the floor, bounces up, knocks you in the chin. And then, and then you take a few steps back, and it's just bouncing again in place. Mm-hmm. When you held held it, it felt like there was a huge force just, like, slipping it down. Mm-hmm. Little girl, we have to try to make this thing 
like not bounce anymore. It wants to keep bouncing. Can you get under it? Um. Oh, okay. And <laughs> wait. And she like. <laughs> okay. She <laughs> crawls underneath, and she like crawls on her stomach, and it's just like bouncing on her head and her back, and it's like ow, ow, ow. Roll. Go on your front so that it doesn't. It doesn't like hurt you permanently. You're all I have in here. <laughs> I need someone. Hold it for a second. It's bouncing on my back. Ow, ow. It's and then she flips. <laughs> she flips. You let go. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> the wind gets knocked out of her as it sinks into her stomach and it's just bouncing now. And she's like, oh, <laughs> it's better on my back. Mm, stay this way. We're almost got it, I think. <laughs> stay this way. It hurts. It hurts. And then she disappears. What? She woke up. She woke up. Oh, but I'm still here? Ah. Yeah, and the ball is just bouncing. This thing is so stupid. Um, can I sit on it? Uh, you can try. I'll try. Uh, make a dexterity check. Um, that's a 17. It's kind of, like, slippery and hard to, like, stay on. Uh, it's, it's like, imagine trying to sit on, like, a yoga ball that was bouncing. And, uh, but you have enough balance and you're staying on it and now you're kind of, like, riding it. And it's just bouncing. Oh, nice. I do the thinker pose. You do the thinker pose. And as you do that, you wake up. And it's a new day! (laughs) What the heck is that? And uh, we're at a new day. Uh, Darian and Peterson, you're already awake. Uh, You guys are grabbing your gear and you're all ready to go. Um, Zippy, you are awake in your quarters. Uh, I imagine you come out and also start preparing. Do you tell them any of this? or No, because it really didn't. I don't know, it doesn't seem that weird to me. Okay. Um, so you all just want to prepare and head toward Manasnow Square? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you taking the horses? Which yes. one are you taking? If- yes. Which ones? You have Denmark, Normandy's horse, uh, Tea Leaf, Darien's horse, and Longface Cloppy Hooves, Zippy's horse. Yeah, my boy. Tall one, Westboro. Do you think Norman would mind if I... Use his horse. It seems presumptuous, but if you think it's okay, I'll I'd love to use it. Well, let me see what Denmark thinks, because I don't think Darian really has a say in this. He's already pickpocketed uh, Normandy. I did not pickpocket him. I borrowed something. I'm giving it back when he wakes up. Uh, whatever, but do whatever, whatever the fuck you want. Well, you can tell that he clearly doesn't have like much respect for Normandy as he uses (laughs) stuff but so uh you're more welcome to ask me though Peterson since I don't think you've talked to me a single time since we met yeah you probably should you should keep that trend going Peterson you probably shouldn't talk to him uh well Westboro uh would you mind asking um what'd you say his name was Denmark if uh if I can uh get a ride on his back uh I I talked to Denmark (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's offensive. <laughs> no, no, um, I'm not going in the cold. I'm too old for this. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, you always have a choice. And then Tea Leaf chimes in. Oi! Oh, I'll take them. I'll take everyone. Uh, I love the cold. No, it's so fun. No, Tea Leaf, you're with me. No, you, oh, wait, can't you can't talk understand to me. <laughs> him, Darian. But I can understand you. I I imagine we have a connection, and you could just understand me willingly. I'll take y'all on my back. I love the snow. I don't think Denmark likes me very much. Tall one, can I ride with you? Yeah, I guess. Perfect. I think there's something going on between those two. 
Um, you uh, take long face clappy hooves and tea leaf, and you say goodbye to yogurt, pepper, and uh, James and Denmark. See you, Denmark. Uh, Good and, choice. And uh, dragging out your hip is like, all right, boys, adventure. <laughs> let's burn this. I mean, let's <laughs> conquer this mountain. Yeah. Burn it down. Burn it down. This is where the villain story, story uh, begins. Um, Darian just starts just starts going on the horse. Like, he's just riding along. <laughs> um, and you guys ride into town. Um, and you notice the feeling, the aura in the town. It's just so sad. <laughs> it's the saddest. That squirrel's been at work 24 hours. You you can just, you can hear wails. Nobody, nobody is in their houses. It seems like every, all the streets are barren but you can just hear wails and crying in the square. And as you go there, they have made, out of logs from trees, they've made this giant bonfire, um, like a teepee thing that is just flaming. Um, and everybody is in a circle holding hands, like crying. Uh, Leslie's in there too. And Leslie has a giant backpack on, like full of like gear and pots and pans and things <laughs> on the outside. And he's in the line just crying. Just imagining. <laughs> it's Dahu Dory, but like way sadder. Uh, and and Selena, uh, Selena the potion maker walks forward and she throws some dust in the fire and the flame turns red, uh, and, like actually like red red, and and it's just colorful and, and flaming and everyone's just like crying and holding each other and some some uh, the Bill the mayor comes up to you guys and is just like oh, you're in the circle guys and he just like holds on to you guys he's like, ah, and he's swaying back and forth with the three of you in his arms <laughs> his giant Goliath arms he's like oh, yeah oh this is nice oh this is so nice we've come to save the town did you guys bring the supplies everybody wipes tears and they're like supplies yeah here uh and leslie's like guys i i have them all prepared um they're in my backpack and in these satchels and and pouches that we can tie to oh you brought horses perfect um we'll tie them to them uh it's various uh food and stuff and there's even uh these winter like coat jacket things that you drape over the horse for the winters uh, so you have drapes to go over your two horses and snowshoes for their feet and your feet uh, and all these supplies. Suck it, Darian. <laughs> and everyone <laughs> is like, everyone in the town is like, oh, good luck. Uh, hopefully when you see them uh, or, or find them, pay our respects. Make a bonfire just like this one. Red, like the red lights. And... and Give our blessings. And if any one of you finds any of them, bring them back, please. Oh, sure will. We're here to save the town. Don't make me say it again. And Bill... Bill is still holding you, and he's just like, oh, 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 bring it back. Please. Oh, okay. You guys go. We'll be here when you get back. Good luck. And... And, and Leslie... Don't screw this up! <laughs> and Leslie's and everybody at the town like looks at Leslie and with like angry eyebrows and he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna guide them. That's right, Seamus. Seamus, uh, vouch for me. And Seamus is like, oh, he's Leslie. 
I cannot believe I'm letting you do this. And and he's like, well, with that vote of confidence, uh, uh, should we get going, guys? Lead the way, Leslie. I, Leslie, lead us and to victory. Victory. Victory and love! Let's go. And uh, and you guys leave Man of Snow heading south. Um, and everybody's waving goodbye. Uh, and some are sobbing. And, and, and people are, like, cheering just as you're at the border. And you leave Man of Snow. As we're leaving, I turn to Zippy and go, Um, what's all this about saving the town? Oh, don't worry about it. If we save it or if we save it or not, doesn't really matter. No, what what do they think we're <laughs> what do they think we're saving? I d- I missed all of that. Oh, something about like their spirits or something. Oh, it's too long of a story, Darian. Just you you do your hack and slash thing as you do, and I'll do my you know the the actual creative stuff. <laughs> One of these days, I'm gonna hack and slash your face off, Zip. <laughs> anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> you guys keep venturing uh, and. Uh, just as you're leaving the town too, you see Harry is walking, uh, towards the town. Uh, he has a little cave kind of closer to the mountains, but not where you're going exactly. And he's walking the man of snow. Um, and he's just like, oh, guys, you're leaving? Salutations. Yeah. We'll be back soon, Harry. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to hike over the mountains. Okay, good luck. Um, also... Weird story happened this morning. A little squirrel was poking my nose with an acorn. I think I ate him accidentally, but okay. Uh, anyways, I'm going to keep going to Man of Snow. Have a good day, guys. Good luck in the mountains. The demon lives within. <laughs> and you guys continue on. You get to the edge of a forest, and you see the mountains looming in the background. And it's hard to see. The, you can't see the tops of them because the snowstorm is actually quite violent up there. But where you're at right now, it's pretty calm. Just light snowfall, and you just get to the edge of these woods, uh, and Leslie says, Okay, guys, we're going into the first part of our journey, the Leminster Woods, or as you say in French, uh, or in Jadu language, uh, La Leminster Les Bois. Uh, and uh, we're going to just keep going, and uh, I think we'll, we'll find our way. Sound good? Sure. Oh, this sounds great. You just look like you know exactly where you're going. I'm filled. I have... I do, yeah. I'm filled with respect um, for you. <laughs> respect for me? <laughs> well, okay. yeah, no, yes. I I will lead us there. We're going to find Lara. We're going to find Felix. We're going to find all the greeters, okay? <laughs> Every greeter ever. I'm going to pull down my mask just for the traveling. Okay. Uh, you pull down your mask and, and the snow, like, fall is dissipating. You can see clearer and further into the woods. Um, and... Uh, Every now and then, you see there's, like, a weird magical blue symbol on a tree. Uh, it's just, like, a weird symbol carved in. Um, but uh, they're far and few between. It's just every now and then you see a tree has this weird magic blue symbol on can it. Can I discern? Uh, what... And you can only see that when your mask is in. Can I discern what it means or what they mean? No, you don't know what it means or the language or, or you've never seen the symbol before. Okay. I, uh, like I make a mental note to remember what they look like. Okay. Okay. Seeing that we're not like any immediate danger, I pull the mask up. You pull the mask up, um, and uh, it's still snowing, and you guys are going along, and Leslie's just like, here I am, walking along, nothing in these woods could ever go wrong, because I have my friends and they have me, traveling with you is better than nobody. Zippy, solo, go! I'm so glad I'm with my friends, here with my 
horse. Um, <laughs> I, it couldn't be better, except for the, of, of course, Normandy, because he's my friend. I can't wait to bring him back, and that'll be the end. Okay, Peterson! A journey is never complete without some friends who you think are pretty neat. We're gonna go find these giant red orbs and see what they mean. That was really good. Okay, Darian! Uh, Darian pulls out his pan flute and breaks out into a solo. (laughs) (laughs) That's not singing. But, okay. (laughs) Um, But when we're all together, we'll make history. Because it's me and you. You and me. Come on, Zippy, sing it. Me and you. You. You and me. Me together and me. Together a team. Guiding you. Guiding me. me guiding me. This yeah, is the no, bonus, bonus Christmas episode. Let's go forward and find my baby. Laura, I'm coming. Uh, and you guys keep venturing into the forest and everybody make a perception check. Ooh, I love these. Uh, how long have we been traveling uh, in the forest now? Uh, you've been in the forest for about an hour. Perfect. So, forest is my favorite terrain, by the way, so get to use some ranger stuff. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, 15 for me. Uh, I got an 18. You all kind of notice and hear a crack, and you all kind of stop in place, and it sounds like somebody, like, ripped a tree from its roots, or just split it in half, and you hear a tree falling in the distance, and then you hear pitter-patter through the snow ahead of you. What would you like to do? Do I see any tracks around on the ground? Uh, yeah, with that perception check, you do notice there are some paw prints in the snow. You've noticed them on the, on your travels. There's been paw prints every now and then, but the snow is falling, so they're kind of getting covered up slightly. Okay, so... Wait, hold on. With, uh, with my uh, favorite terrain, while tracking other creatures, I get to learn their exact number, their size, and how long ago they passed through the area. So okay. what do I learn from the tracks? Yeah, so the tracks you found, you saw that there was five winter wolves. Um, they're as large as a dire wolf in terms of size, uh, and, and, and they were in the area about five minutes ago. I, I relate that to the guys. The first thing I do as soon as I hear that sound is I'm going to jump off the horse and climb a tree. My goblin kind of yeah. combat instincts take, take over. And I'm just looking for a safe place, and I'm familiar with trees, so. Yeah, I want to climb a tree as well. <laughs> Your horses are, like, kind of freaking out, and they're like, Guys, I can't climb trees! <laughs> um, I, uh, I tell my, I'll tell, uh, Cloppy who's to, uh, to lay down, and then I start <laughs> kicking snow onto him. <laughs> tea leaf! Tea leaf! Lie down! I don't want to lie down, I want to fight! No! No, lie down, tea leaf! <laughs> We, we're not meant for we're not meant for fighting. I don't even have hands. And he's like, okay. And then they both lie down, and you start brushing snow on them, and they're like half covered, but clearly still a horse in the snow. Um, Darian, are you climbing a tree? I mean, I was still on tea leaf, so I <laughs> like. Uh, he knocked you off. He he lined down. Okay. Uh, uh, actually, wait. Um, I'm sorry, I've never gotten to use his favorite train stuff before. It's so exciting. Um, Peterson, what were you going to do? Uh, I'm just going to look around. I'm going to climb up maybe like 20 feet, and I'm going to look around to see if I notice them. I'm going to climb up 21 feet, and then I'm going to look around as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, is your mask on or off? 
Um, uh, mine's off. Zippy, you can still tell the nearest alcohol is in Mana Snow with your hat. Um, but what were you saying? Yeah, it's, a, it's off. Okay, it's off. Um, Darian. But now I really want it to be on. Um, <laughs> well, seeing as the rest of them did it, I'll, uh, I'll climb up a tree as well. And I'll climb up 22 feet. Okay. Um, you hear pitter-patter, and you guys quickly... The horses hide. Leslie screws up a tree, too. And, uh, and you're all in the trees, and you just watch as ten winter wolves come, <gasps> like, parading through. And they're running, and, and they're, like, whimpering and howling. Uh, and it's like a little mini stampede, and they run right beneath you guys under the trees. They don't. They notice you. They look up and see you, but they're not stopping. They're just running past. Um, and you still hear behind them an even bigger pitter patter of boom, boom, and then trees are like snapping, and you hear the cracking of twigs. Uh, and then Darian, Darian, what? I can turn you into a bird if I want. I can do that now. <laughs> we can hide from this. Okay, why? I can sense how scared you are. I'm fine. What are you? No, I can sense. It. I'd be a bird. I'll t- I'll be the bird. Make Leslie the bird. Oh yeah, Leslie. <laughs> I don't want to waste this. I don't want to waste this spell. <laughs> <laughs> then why did you bring it up? I want to see if I can see what's breaking the trees. Uh, perception check. Yeah, can I? Also, can I make a perception check too? But I'm. I'd like to pull down my mask after seeing these wolves running. Okay. It looks like they're running away from something. So I'm going to look yep. back there with my mask. You pull the mask. Uh, and what what did you get, Darian? Uh, 23. Okay. Uh, and uh, you don't have to roll a perception because as soon as you pull the mask down, uh, Peterson, the symbols that you saw in the trees at the beginning, there's the trees are covered in them now, in these blue magical symbols. That's like It's like they're just completely painted in these random symbols uh and it's it's really bright and blue and you can't see past them because you're distracted with those but with 20 23 or two uh you can see that there is something uh making its way through white fur you can see throughout the leaves and it's coming closer and you recognize this is a yeti a big old yeti and it's just grunting and, and coming forward and you just see it like reaches its arm back and just throws something and it comes cracking through the branches right like between your two trees and it goes smashing through and you see it's the body of one of those winter wolves and it's just collapsing and breaking through all the tree branches as it's making its way. It takes two large pine trees and spreads them and their roots are getting up pulled and it sees you guys. Everybody, roll for initiative. Oh, boy. Yes! Boom. Time to kill a Yeti. Time, time to kill a Yeti. 18. Uh, that's a solid uh, uh, 8. Tall one, don't freeze. Mine was an 11. Okay, Peterson, you are up first. This Yeti uh, is about 50 feet away from you and is slowly walking towards your group. And I can tell he sees us? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm going to cast Toll the Dead. I'm going to 
look at it. I'm going to grab my. Uh, oh no, I have not, I have nothing. And I'm just going to clap my hands together while I'm saying a couple chanting like "Eat gum, ball gum." I'm going to clap, and the sound of a bell rings out through the atmosphere. And I'm going to cast "Toll the Dead." Okay. So I so I roll to hit twenty four. That hits. <laughs> oh, sick. Sixteen points of necrotic damage as this bell tolls out. The bell tolls and the Yeti holds its head. 16 damage rings in his ears and he's like and then he's pissed. And actually it's his turn next and he comes sprinting towards you, the source of the bell noise, and he's gonna make two attacks. 18 hits? Ugh, yes. Does a 14 hit? No. Okay, so one big swipe of their claws comes and it smashes you out of the tree and breaks the, the branch that you're on. Uh, make a dexterity save to see if you can hop to another branch. But as it's smashing, it catches your leg and a claw cuts you. Ooh. some damage. Did I roll first? I'm going to roll. Yep, roll. Ooh, out. Ten. Okay, ten. You do not make it to another branch or hold on to the tree. You fall to the ground and fall in the snow. You're prone now. Oh, my God. Okay. Um... Okay, that's uh, 15 damage. Uh, nine of it's normal. Uh, f- uh, six of it is cold damage. So okay. you feel a little cold, and it cuts through ah. your, your old jacket. Okay, okay, next up, dare or sorry, next up, Zippy. It's about 20 feet from you now. It's at the tree that Peter okay, is on. Okay, I want to cast Polymorph. Okay. And I want to turn him into a penguin. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Polymorph Penguin, let's do this. Um, so, uh, do you want to read out Polymorph? So people know? Hello. Casting time. One action. <laughs> it's my turn. I have that right. Uh, the range is 60 feet. He can, he'll turn to a penguin for up to an hour. The spell transforms a creature that you can see within a range to a new form. An unwilling creature must make a wisdom saving throw to avoid the effect. The spell has no effect on a shape changer or a creature with zero hit points. Transformation lasts for an hour or until the tra- target drops to zero hit points or dies. New form can be any beast whose challenge rating is equal to or less than the targets. Targets gain statistics including mental ability scores are replaced by the statistics of the chosen beast. It retains its alignment and personality. Okay. Um, so if, if the... If it fails its wisdom saving throw, it's going to be turned into a uh, penguin. Uh, what's the wisdom save he has to make? Like, what's the DC? Uh, that's a 15. He uh, just failed. Uh, uh, Zippy, you hop from your tree with your, with your hands outstretched to, like, basically climb on this guy's back and cast Polymorph. You go over, slam the Polymorph. And the Yeti's like, and then shrinks down into a penguin. And you're standing there over top of this penguin, which is shorter to you. And the penguin looks at its flippers. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And then it slowly arches its head over its shoulder to look at you, Zippy. (laughs) And goes, and it starts slapping you. What's What's your AC? Uh, 14. Okay, it hits. One sec. <laughs> yeah, we have to look at the stats for a penguin. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at that. I'm finding it, okay? 
So it starts slapping you for two damage. It's slapping your knees, and your knees are turning a little red. (laughs) (laughs) Darian, it is your turn. Uh, Seeing that the threat for the moment has been kind of subdued, I'm just going to kind of climb down the tree (laughs) and go, uh, well, uh, what are we doing with it then? Should we just keep moving? (laughs) It's going to slap your knees. (laughs) What's your AC? Uh... Currently, it's 14. <laughs> it goes to slap your knees with its flippers, and it trips. And it goes, <laughs> it falls into the snow. And this it slowly starts pathetic. picking itself up and shaking the snow off its head. <laughs> I mean, it's in its natural habitat, so it's. I was kind enough to make it a penguin. Um, uh, should we kill it? Because we get to loot the actual no, big monster. No, he turns back into the big monster. Once we kill it, though, but the like it, it'll be yeah no. But it if goes we back kill the penguin, it, yeah, it just takes away the hit points from so, the uh, yeah. It has temporary hit points in its penguin form, and if it loses those hit points, it'll go back to being a yeti. So really, the only thing we can do is just kind of keep riding. <laughs> it's gonna try and slap Darian again. Gosh, it misses. You you step out of the way. Stop it. <laughs> I'm just kind of like you know holding what, can its I head. Can I try to? Can I try to? like tame this penguin or try to kind of not cast animal friendship but can I try to like animal handling kind of subdue it yeah sure okay so I'm gonna say little penguin creature black and white bird I mean you no harm in fact we will take care of you from now on what if you submit to our authorities (laughs) roll animal handling 14 it looks at you, and it looks at its flippers again, and it kind of sighs, <laughs> and then it tells, it like beckons with its flipper for you to come closer like it wants to tell you something. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <sighs> okay. On the hope that I go up to it. Slap me! <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> and you take Ugh. two damage. Ah, and it's like it's ah. laughing and it's like raising its flippers like it won. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Winner! Stupid. Well, Darian, what do you say? I say we keep riding. This this monster would just been a nuisance. We got a we got a we got a mission to go on. Yeah, I agree. Let's go. And it comes like at you, Zippy, gonna slap you. What's your AC again? Fourteen. Okay, misses. It trips again. Can I, can I just, like, while it's tripped, pick it up and just kind of, like, toss it in the snow pile so it can't attack us for a minute, but I'm not trying to hurt it? Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, pick it up. Uh, you can pick it up easily, uh, but he's going to try and slap you in the face while you're holding it. Oh, my gosh. It hits. It slaps you. you Harvey take- wants to turn into, like, a penguin just to face off again. <laughs> he slaps you. <laughs> you take four damage to the face. Wow. Kids from a penguin. Okay, I yeah, I, I climb on the horse. <laughs> Your horses get out of the snow. Peterson, you climb on it, uh, and and the penguin is just there. You're gonna toss it, and you're gonna try and do it safely. Yeah, like I'm just trying to like m- put it like in a like big snow pile so it gets kind of stuck, <laughs> so we can ride away. <laughs> okay, uh, you throw it, uh, and you don't have to roll. You just toss it, and there's a big snow pile, and it like sticks head first, and its flip, like its feet are just like kicking. Perfect. Zippy, can you heal me? 
Can someone heal me? I I have a huge gash in my little goblin leg. Uh, Isn't that why you bought potions? Well, those are for emergencies. All right, I'll help you. Thank you, Westboro. Just secure wounds on this boy. How much damage did he had take? Did he have on him? Uh, including the penguin, like uh, a lot. Like I'm almost down half. What? How much did she? What? I'm a little goblin. I don't have a lot of health. Like I'm down from forty six to twenty nine. Dang. Okay. Uh, I'll just do like, the cure wound. So one d eight plus your spell ca- my spellcasting ability modifier. That is a ten. Hey, right on. Westboro, I thank you so much. I feel as good, almost as good as new. I'm, I'm so grateful. It's amazing that you can do that. It's okay. I just used a single, like, level one spell. I could have easily used a level two, but I didn't think it was, you know, necessary at this moment. Good call. Don't want to waste them. I got a lot of flame swords I want to use. <laughs> Darian's mounted up on his horse now. All right. Me too. And Leslie comes down. He's like, wow, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, Leslie. We, uh, that was quick work of that Yeti penguin. Man, you guys are really reliable. <laughs> yeah, in battle time, it would have just been like, with a few slaps in there. Um, but, uh, okay, well, that threat's taken care of. Let's, let's continue on. And you guys go into the forest, and you keep going, and it's quiet, and you can see, like, where the Yeti was, like, trashing stuff and where trees were uprooted and things. Um, and you don't hear... My any... mask is down. I, I have my mask on. You I pull mean. your... Oh, you have your mask on? You see, yeah. still, the trees are, like, covered in this paint and, and symbols and things like that. Um, and you reach uh, a sign. Um, you've been following pretty much a trail, and you reach a sign... Um, which says left waypoint, right uh, mountain track. Um, and he's like, hmm, okay, um, I think we go right. Yeah. Yeah, that feels right. And I think the, tr- yeah, because the waypoint is something else, I, th- I think. Oh, it's so much easier when I was looking at a map. Did you bring Wait, the map you didn't with bring you? A map? What? Did you bring a map? Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I did. Wait, let me check. Um. Hey, changing the topic, guys. Like, do we want to go right? Um, you forgot. Yeah, you forgot uh, your map. Let's didn't get off you? the map topic. You forgot a map. You're our guide. <clears throat> Lead the way. Okay. Um. Actually, Seth. So uh, with with kind of my skill set. Um, I, I can't get lost in my favorite terrain. Um, okay. do I know if going to the right would kind of get us lost on the mountain? What uh, am I, what's my skill? What's really, my training teaching me? There's a bit more forest to go to get to the mountain. You can tell, like, there is definitely a trail that goes that way. You don't think you'll get lost, but you don't know if it's necessarily the right way. The sign says mm. mountain trek. I, I think that's the way we should go. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I totally forgot the map. But uh, we can just move on and keep going. You didn't hear that. Sure. Well, if you say so. Although maybe, Darian, you might want to lead the way. And maybe, Leslie, you're what? like a consultant. No, I don't think Leslie, you should be leading this, this track, This is Leslie's actually. chance to prove himself. 
This is my chance. I know, but I'm quickly losing confidence in our guide who doesn't have a map or doesn't even know which way to go within the first hour of yeah. our trip. No, it's well, okay. I- we'll we'll let him we can let him he can lead the way. It's fine. It's fine. And I kinda of whisper to Peterson, it's okay, I'm I'm keeping an eye on things as well. Hopefully we'll be alright. Okay. I fist bump him. So you guys want to go right? Yeah. Sure. Okay. You keep going right and you walk through the woods and uh you um, hear some rustling in a bush nearby. It's the penguin. Um, He's back. <laughs> penguin. Uh, you hear the rustling, uh, and it's just a little snow bunny, an actual bunny, and it hops out of the bush. The heck is this thing? And Leslie's like, oh, don't touch that. Guys, don't touch that. The The bunny? Don't, don't touch it. That's a baby, and its mama is way bigger than Zippy. Just don't touch it. Don't look at it. Don't touch it. I I do what he says. Do you guys do what he says? Yeah, yeah. I look away, and I put my mask up. I'm not wearing it anymore. Zippy, do you do what it says? What Leslie says? Yeah, I mean, I I guess so. Okay. And it hops along. And you guys keep going through the forest. (laughs) And you reach another crossroads. This time, three paths. No sign. But you can see the mountain looming, and you can see you're almost at the edge of the forest. Um, There's three paths. One that goes forward, one that veers off to the left, and one that veers off to the right. And Leslie's like, okay, left, right. And we walk through the forest. And we... Go straight, and then no touch, bunny. Ah! Seamus, guide me. Whoa, where? Um, uh, guys, I I think left. Can I make a survival check just like uh, to myself? Sure. And uh, is your mask down, Peterson? I think it's been down uh, the whole time, right? Yeah, but I'll, yeah, I'll put it back down now. Okay. Uh, make a perception check. Twenty-two. And that's a 21 on survival. I finally okay, rolled I, higher than Darian. Finally. Darian, you can tell left, You could, just by looking down that path, you can see the trees and the woods get darker, and it'd probably lead you even thicker into the woods instead of towards the mountain. Um, uh, but Peterson, with your mask down, the snow on the floor in the middle of this three crossways disappears. And... Uh, you can see beneath the snow, there's actually a circular, like, uh, stone flooring with the symbols you've seen on the trees, um, hmm. and and they're glowing in various spots on on this uh, circle. There's fi- uh, there's five in total, and they're just at various corners of this circle, but it's beneath the snow. Okay, I'm gonna say. Westboro, tall one. I see something underneath the snow by our feet. Help me clear help me clear it away. And even though I can't see the snow, I bend down and I start moving it aside. Uh, I'll, I'll help him. Uh, guys, what are what are you doing? Uh, There's no time for a snow fight. We got to go left. <laughs> left is <laughs> Hold on, Leslie. Guys. And you're clearing away the snow and you start seeing the stone. Um, do you clear it completely? Uh, well, how big is it? 
Um, it's it's about uh, ten feet uh, radius, so twenty feet diameter. Oh. It's pretty big. Ooh, yeah. I'm I'm using my foot to kind of clear most of it up, like, and I'm mostly just clearing where the symbols are on this space and the perimeter of it. Okay. Um, you uncover them, and you can see clearer now that on this metal thing, it's not glowing for a Darian or anybody else who doesn't have the mask. But you can see, and they don't actually even see the symbols on that. It's just you, Peterson. Okay. Uh, but you can see that there is um, a rain cloud on one, a sun on another, um, a a like uh, snowflake on one, uh, and a wind gust on the other. And the fifth symbol is just in the center. It's just a circle. Okay, I. Grab a piece of charcoal from my pack. Okay. And I and I trace them. I say, this is what I see. In the ethereal plane, there are glowing runes on this space. And I trace them all where they are. So I'm so they can see charcoal what I see glowing. Okay. You mark it down. And they can see it in the spots that you mark. I think I think it has something to do with our personalities. I'll stand on the sun <laughs> one because I'm really happy and bright. Darian will stand on the rain cloud one because he's really kind of he's a wet blanket. And then and then um, Peterson, you'll go on the snowflake because you think you're so special with your mask. And then um, <laughs> Leslie, you'll stand on the on the the wind one because you seem really easy to just fall over. That's fair. <laughs> that makes sense to me. That's fair. Darian just can't even be I mean, bothered to argue anymore, and he just goes and stands on the cloud. <laughs> sure, yeah, I'll go stand on the snowflake. I'll stand on the sun. You stand on the spots, and nothing happens. Do they we have to do the dances. To... Darian, you know the rain dance. You know it. Do the symbols seem to line up with any of the paths or anything there? No. It just is this mm. kind of... Would I... You know what? I'm going to... Yeah, go ahead. Would I, like, recognize anything? I, I'm proficient in Ar- Arcana, and um, would that, would I be able to make, like, an Arcana check of some kind to try and sure. figure out what Yeah, this you is? can all make Arcana checks. Uh, that's a 15. 20, 25. There we go. 25? Yes. Okay, well, we're going to go with Peterson's. Um, so, Peterson, you can tell through your magical knowledge and your time with the sorcerer that, that you uh, know that with reasonable intuition that these need to be magically activated these these little runes potentially okay. with the element okay okay i'm gonna say there's some kind of magic attached to these runes i believe i can see they need triggers before they activate um i'm gonna walk over to the wind one excuse me leslie Wait, i am gonna before you cast a spell i think i have a tool here that might be a little helpful all right and I pull out my wind fan and ca- like swing it and do a gust of wind on the wind symbol. Okay, you bring out the fan with- and Leslie's standing there and he's like, "What are you doing? What? Whoa, 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 whoa!" And then you gust it and Leslie goes rolling back, tumbling because he's easy to fall over. <laughs> and and uh, but the rune, as you can see in the ethereal plane, it fades away and it's gone. Huh? Uh, that that did it. The the rune has been made active or has been. Deactivated, I believe. Hmm. The rune has just unilluminated. Interesting. So let's see, we have a sun, see, I, a snowflake, and rain left, right? 
I grab some snow and I hold it over the rain symbol and I and I melt it in my hands and see if it'll It melts and the water just falls drip 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 and uh nothing nothing happens. Regular rain was not enough. It it either needs to be organic rain from the from the clouds or it needs to be a magical spell. Yeah, unfortunately I don't really have any other kind of elemental magical abilities, so I'll probably be relying on you two for this one. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to use all my spells, won't I? <laughs> well, do you have any like cantrips well, here, I... that to have like are elemental of some kind that you could use? Tyrion, don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. I don't know. And and Seth, the sun. Just while you're looking, zip. The the sun symbol, is it like, can I tell if it's like sunlight, just the sun itself, or any or just fire? It seems like sunlight. Uh. I use my druidcraft. Druidcraft for what? I create a little orb with a cloud of snow in it. Snowflakes falling. And you put it over the snow symbol? Yeah. The snow symbol fades away. That's true. I make a sun in my hand. Like a little orb of light? You hold it over the sun symbol? Shing! Fades away. (laughs) (laughs) And I make a new orb of (laughs) of rain. This is really taking its toll on Zippy. Before you administer, I don't know what will happen. This is the final rune. Okay, well, we can just turn around now then? Well, no. No, I think we should go left. (laughs) Shut up, Leslie. You know nothing. Okay. Just here for Lara. All right, Westboro, do your thing. You hold the rain cloud, and the water falls, and it magically fades away. And then there's just the circle in the center. (sighs) Never mind. There's one one more. When I... When I cast the gust of wind before, what did that like blow a lot of the snow off of the circle? Yeah, it blew a lot of the snow off. Okay, so. cool. Has anyone seen the new uh, uh, Diablo Four trailer? It's almost like it is exactly what's happening in that. <laughs> I, is it really? I have not seen it. I legitimately have not seen it. <laughs> I, I would have thought you'd seen it, depending on, for what was happening right now. I <laughs> we're about to summon Lilith. Seen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect circle in the middle? Yeah, just a perfect circle. So it's not like a... I don't think it's a rock. Maybe it represents healing to become whole. If I if I just place my hand there, does anything happen? Uh, no. Oh, the four symbols went away and nothing happened? Uh, there's just the circle left in the center. What's this, what is it? Is there anything on it? Peter said... Is no, it? just a circle. No, yeah, it's just a circle there. I traced it with charcoal... You know, I'm going to try, I'm going to, with my goblin fangs, I'm going to, like, just bite my palm a little bit and create, like, a drop of blood, and I'm going to drop it on there. Okay. The blood drops from your hand, and it starts magically manipulating into a circle of blood. (gasps) Oh, God, it is like the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and you hear a crack and the rock splits the the 
rock floor just splits right down the middle, right in the half of the circle, and it starts shaking and spreading open. Oh my gosh. And you see stairs lead down <gasps> under the ground. Yes! And Leslie's like, no, 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 that's not left. Leslie, shut up! Leslie. No one cares. We're not going left. Westboro, thank you for casting all those. We're not going down. I know that's not on the map. What did you say? Thank you, Westboro, for unlocking most of those. Peter, um, Darian, you as well. What a great team effort, a collaboration of such sorts. <laughs> what a Darian... Oh, yeah, you did the fan thing that I could have easily done. Yeah, okay, get your attitude out of here, okay. <laughs> Leslie, if, if Leslie, if you don't want to be here or go down, why don't you just wait up here and uh, make a small camp of some kind? Um, Watch the and, horses. Yeah, the, th- well, the three of us, do you want to go down? No, no, I'm not splitting. I'm not splitting the party. I know that's bad. Oh, well, I don't want to bring my horse down here, so I, I would like you to stay. Well, I'm not. <laughs> so I'm going. Yes, you are. I am not. Yes, um, you are. Guy like Even if in- you intimidate me to stay here, yeah. I'm going to wait 20 minutes and then follow behind. I'm going to try and intimidate him. That's <laughs> uh, 15. Okay, maybe I'll wait out here. <laughs> uh, I want to inspire him. Oh <laughs> inspire him. Okay. <laughs> Can I persuade him to come down? <laughs> Roll persuasion against his 15. If you get higher than 15, it works. Your girlfriend could be down here. And I roll. That's 11. No. Darian's scarier than you are persuasive. We need someone to watch the horses, Zip. Oh, they're fine. Although that penguin is still out there. Exactly. But do you think... Do you think let... Do you think Leslie is going to be able to do anything? I think the horses are more competent than Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I our horses are loyal enough to stay there. Uh, I, don't, well, I don't see a difference in Leslie being there or not, personally. Leslie clearly wants to stay now. I say we descend below and see what, what well, I want to go if you'll have me, but now I'm scared to. No, you would have had us go left. I'll stay here. Oh, are you guys going to go in? Uh, I guess so, since we made that decision. Tell you what, Leslie, if something scary or dangerous happens here, you can descend with us. (laughs) How would he know that? Oh my god. You mean like. Like if you hear something chasing. If the Yeti comes back, you can come down here. Alright, hold on. Let's just let us quickly scout the floor, and if things don't look too crazy, we'll bring him down. He still is our only reference for being here. I just didn't want to put his life in jeopardy. Let us go take a quick look. And then we'll see if it's safe for you to come along. Does that sound fair to everyone? Yes, tall one. Yes, tall one. Thank you. Also, only he can call me tall one. Okay, Darian. Yeah, that's my thing, Leslie. All right, Zip, let's go, let's go scout it out. And the three of you descend into the rune uh, cave and cut to the penguin. The penguin is still waddling in the snow pile and just finally pushes with its flippers and its head pops out and it's like, Rat! and it's looking for some knees to slap, but it doesn't see anybody. And it's looking around and then it just starts waddling through the forest. And then it's, time is going and it's been a, like half an hour since he's been a penguin. 
and he's like trying to reach some berries in a bush and he hears growling and the penguin turns back and sees these 10 winter wolves surrounding the penguin and the penguin's like squawk it's like got its flippers up ready to fight (laughs) and it's all surrounded and clearly the leader winter wolf with a scar over its eye slowly walks up and pounces and fades to black and then you guys have just entered in and Leslie just hears in the distance (laughs) he's screaming in the distance and Leslie's like no. That's where we're going to take a break. And by break, I mean end the episode. No. See you next time. Oh.